0: October 10th. What a day. Took three flights on a small prop plane to Mugashi Lodge in Ruaha, which is in the middle of nowhere. Taking off and landing on dirt runways in the bush was extremely exciting. The flight was very bumpy, but I made it. You could see hippos, crocs, an elephant from the air. We saw a ton of game in the, on the drive to the lodge, including a hungry cheetah. The lodge is spectacular. Our room or tent is under a thatched roof and looks out over the dry riverbed and has a lounge area in front. Hopefully animals will come hang out tomorrow. Tonight we had a dinner in the riverbed and they put out 20 lanterns all over and a great fire, very romantic. Too bad it's just Jeff it's just me and Jeff. On the afternoon drive we saw a troop of 20 elephants which all turned their backs when we approached and this big guy shepherded shepherded them all away lots of little guys. Also saw a pride of 20 lions from about 10 yards away. We watched them for half an hour at dusk. They had two males, three lionesses, and three litters. They played, lounged, and chased away velveteens, monkeys. It was very cool. The cubs were attacking one another nonstop. Saw so many other giraffes, elephants, zebras, etc. as well. The moon was also full and red, rising over the trees. Great dinner as well. October 11th. Had a morning and afternoon game drive. Pretty slow in the morning, but saw a lot of giraffe up close and elephant and saw a pride of lions. We were five yards away at one point. Some new guests met us at lunch and elephants were eating in the river. Chris Fox, the owner, arrived and was the driver for the afternoon safari. He knew that there was a leopard in the area because a velvet monkey was making an alarm call. A dick dick looked concerned, and a go away bird was making his call. Go away, go away. Did it find him? Also looked very hard during dusk, but no luck. Saw some elephants drinking from the river. They dig holes in the sand, and learned that they can. Um, that they can. Um, hear with their feet, other elephant calls. Also came across another pride of lions, about 20, and we were within 10 yards. Amazing. Beautiful sunset, great dinner again, and interesting talking with Chris. Among other things, learned that hunting keeps the game parks alive because corrupt officials take a cut. Um, I have some statistics here I don't quite understand. 4% game parks, 21% conservation. 20% hunting, parentheses, on border of game parks. Kili funds all game parks. Um, that might be Kilimanjaro, I'm not sure. Um, October 12th. Went on a walking safari in the morning. Saw elephants, zebra, warthog, and giraffe from afar. Also killer bees. <laughs> On the afternoon drive, we saw waterbuck, lesser and greater, something or another, and roan antelope, very rare, in some hills. Then we saw lions eating a giraffe. That was amazing. Also a great sunset and elephants at our cabana after dinner. Also woke up to elephants in our view. Great place. Sorry to leave tomorrow. Oh, saw tawny eagles. October 13th. Left Ruaha today. Extremely bumpy flight and the pilot was actually falling asleep at the controls. It was a small flight, a small 8-seater, so you could see the pilot. Met three interesting women at uh, Morvaro uh, Lodge uh, back in Arusha who had just climbed Kilimanjaro. They were pretty funny and Jeff and I enjoyed having dinner with them. One of them, Trisha Mays, does all kinds of extreme stuff and is sponsored by Patagonia. October 14th. Traveled to Nairobi on the Riverside shuttle. Not much to report. Better ride than the way down. Maybe we're used to the bumps by now. Uh, Nairobi does look like a wild place. No way I'd walk around alone. Arusha was also pretty wild. People walking everywhere. We had to stop in to get Jeff some new shoes And as I waited outside, people stared at me. Some said hi, as if I was a celebrity. Anyway, checked emails and relaxed at hotel in Nairobi. So maybe I'll just um, talk about memories that came up uh, after reading those posts. Because uh, although descriptive, there was a lot more going on. so this place we went was a lodge um in southern Tanzania and you had to fly there because there were no roads, there's no train. Whereas the other um game parks we went to, um, although they felt wild and they were, you could still drive there. And they weren't dirt they weren't paved roads, um uh you know, they were dirt roads and whatnot. But um But this place was so in the middle of nowhere, there's literally no civilization even remotely close. Uh, Like I said, it's the um, middle uh, southern part of Tanzania. And um, this guy, Chris Fox, uh, was raised um, in Africa with his dad. His dad was an English guy or something and was somehow related, uh, involved in the um, animal business, I think probably a hunting guide. And Chris and his brothers all opened their own lodges and were now essentially um I don't know what you call them uh, you know not an environmentalist that's not the right word but um you know interested in animals um and chris's specialty was uh uh elephants and there was some story that he had um fed an elephant something by hand and that was a big deal I'm not quite sure why but I, I'm forgetting it what the big deal was but uh, I don't know maybe he had communicated with elephants or something but um anyway uh so this lodge he built this lodge and um it was it, it, you had to fly there on this small plane and I remember the pilot I don't know if it was on the way down or the way up but he was looking for uh wanted he was looking in the um newspaper under classifieds for jobs <laughs> so that didn't make you feel real good but uh i i don't really like to fly actually I, I hate to fly and so uh flying in one of those tiny planes being bumpy and everything and doing these you know take off and landings in uh, like three different places was was quite uh, stressful for me but i remember flying into the lodge area itself they had a a runway in the middle of nowhere you know just a dirt runway um their own um and flying over this river and you could see hippos and crocodile and um was just that was pretty pretty exciting and um then they pick us up uh and this young woman was our guide um, some uh, New Zealand woman, I think, um, who was living in Africa for a while. And I remember she had contracted malaria. She she just didn't take the medication. Um, anyway, uh, so we go to this lodge, and it was a series of, um, of these thatched roof um, huts, uh, tents, basically. That's how you would close the front. Um, and you could open it up just with a zipper and it would open up and um, you could see – it looked out over this dry riverbed. So it was on um, a bend in this river um, and it kind of jutted out into the river. So the river kind of went around it on all sides. But it was a dry river and so um, water actually flowed beneath the riverbed. In fact, that's where elephants would dig down and and drink. And so you would be able to see elephants just walking – uh, in front of your little, uh, cabana, (laughs) which we, uh, did see a couple times. And, um, like when we woke up, for example, um, and, um, and then they had like a central area where we'd eat dinner. And as I said, we would eat dinner in the riverbed. Um, they would guide you at night, uh, with lanterns because, you know, there were lions and leopards and, um, and elephants and everything so but we would eat in this riverbed and have these nice meals and talk with the other um uh guests you know i think there were maybe like uh eight other people there with us like there was always like a honeymooner um uh we were the um i think everybody thought we were the gay couple (laughs) but but we weren't um and not like there's anything wrong with that and um has to be said and uh and some guy who did uh, was a travel agent, so we would run into the this as well that a travel agent would always be there with like his wife or whatever or daughter or something and uh anyway, so what what we would do is go on these game. Uh, safari drives every day and it was just so exciting i mean and the other thing i remember about this area was um the elephants when we saw that troop of elephants that was really really neat because it was a big troop and um just to see that the big guy um you know go in that defensive maneuver and and get them away from us it was cool to see um and the other thing was the sunsets. and it were great. Like, I guess the moon, I forgot about the moon, but I do remember the sunsets and the, you know, big ball of fire setting. And they had these big baobab trees. Um, and, you, you know, be setting over like baobab trees and, um, you know, herd of, of Cape Buffalo. And, uh, you know, there'd be uh, uh giraffe in the distance. And I mean, it was just like, smorgasbord of of animals and i also remember the uh, elephant shit it was like um it was like no one cleaned up the shit you know it's like whenever you're driving around there was like elephant shit all over the place uh, a sign that uh there were a lot of elephants there and um there'd always be like monkeys picking through the shit you know to find more quote-unquote morsels but some of the interesting things that we saw, I saw, you know, in addition to those elephants, we saw this pride of lions and um, it it was different than the other groups of lions we had seen because this was like one with a group of um, well, we had seen other uh, lionesses, but I, it was just, it was like a fully functioning unit that you could kind of see how they behaved. And, they were really well fed. So they were beautiful. Their their, their um, fur uh, was so beautiful. And their their bodies were, you know, so strong. And, um, and we, we just sat over looking them. They were kind of in the dry river. They were in the dry river bed below. On the, there was like some grassy area. And um, we were up above, um, you know, maybe 10 feet, you know, raised in, our, in the jeep. And um, we could just look at them um, full, you know, great view, very close. And um, it's interesting that the male lions, two of them, were on our level, and they were just kind of to our right. They did not interact with the, the lionesses. So it's very clear that the males are essentially sperm donors, and they aren't involved in the activities of the pride in fact I don't even think they hunt and so um it was interesting to see that dynamic um but the um the lions, you know, aside from being so beautiful, it's fun to see the, the cubs just like attacking one another and they were different ages. So there'd be bigger ones and smaller ones. And they were constantly like swiping at each other's legs with their paws, you know, or, or just like flying and like surprise attack on, on some poor unsuspecting, uh, you know, older one. And, and then the older one would knock the little one away. And I mean, it was constant. And the, 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 female lionesses you know would just kind of uh tolerate it you know cuz sometimes they get whacked and uh uh it was really cool it was just a really neat experience and then we saw that roan uh, antelope which was black and um apparently it was really rare um and then we saw um um these lions who had just killed a giraffe. So we drove by that uh before dusk and they were on this giraffe, this poor giraffe, and you you could see the legs of the giraffe but they'd already, you know, disembowelled it and uh, were eating it. And then we came back um after dusk and watched and had the head the uh the jeep's lights shining and it was crazy i mean there were probably like 10 15 of these lions just devouring it was a feeding frenzy and they would take breaks you know and, and you just watch them eat this thing crunch crunch and you know and they would lick it to clean it and you know to see their behavior just like what if you've ever had a cat they do the same exact things um but they would like gorge themselves and then when they would leave for you know stop eating um, they would just lay there and pant. It was like it was like hard work for them or something. It was really weird. Um, and then the next day we went and checked it out again and there was like one or two lions still there. Um, and the giraffe is nothing but legs. So they, apparently they don't eat the legs, but they certainly ate everything else. And um, I remember the conversation with Chris about hunting. I had made some comment about, I don't get hunting, you know, you watch these hunting shows and you see these hunters, you know, talking about how beautiful the elk is. Oh, look at that beauty, you know, and then they blow its brains out and they, you know, they're up next to it with when it's dead. And they're like, wow, that is so pretty. And I'm always thinking, it, yeah, it was so pretty. But um, Chris made the point. He said, well, you may not like it, but in Africa, he said it is essentially the reason why we can operate these game parks. It's the money to operate these game parks and it greases uh the wheels of the politicians uh because they get their cut and uh you know okay I, I guess um if it really does help with preservation but um anyway that was kind of interesting and the other thing chris commented on well not commented on but he had a wife there and a baby and uh he told a freaky story about how the uh leopards would know that there was a baby on the way and and it knew when the baby was born and it was after the baby it, it the leopard had come through camp and they had to take precautions to make sure the kid didn't get eaten by the leopard i mean wow i mean talk about your parenting uh talk about you know you have to child proof your house well this guy's got to make sure the leopard doesn't eat his baby um so that was pretty trippy. And uh, yeah, not much else about Ruaha. It was just absolutely gorgeous and an honor and a privilege to go someplace so remote and see the, the animals that way. Um, and then we flew back to Nairobi and um, we were done with that portion of um, of our safari. You know, So we did two different safaris and um, we were back at the coffee lodge in um, Arusha. And um, one other thing I remember from Arusha was that uh, there were a lot of, I, if I'm not mistaken, I may, no, maybe I am mistaken anyway. I was going to say they were Indian store owners, but I might be confusing that with Fiji. But um, yeah, it was interesting. We went into town, and as I waited for Jeff, um, I do remember people like, you know, walking by, making a point to walk by and look at me because I was so unusual looking and, like, saying hi, you know, and everything. That was kind of kind of a trip. And then Nairobi, you know, I, we didn't spend a lot of time in Nairobi. I just remember the traffic getting in and all the people walking through the stopped cars, hawking stuff. And, um, you know, it didn't look like a violent place or anything, but it did, you know, I, I, I Looking back on it, I think it would have been fine to go out at night and everything, but but we didn't. We just stayed in the hotel, and uh, we were off to our next adventure –